1: there everybody and welcome yeah, back bye. to another episode of no other pod uh, as you can tell this is not going to be the most fun podcast we've ever had because uh in case didn't do so well u.s men's national team maybe not doing as well as we'd hoped so we'll talk about it all but i'm jimmy
2: along with my co-host daniel kuzer dan talk to me man what's going on oh, what's going on man the the uh it's it's september now all of it a sudden, is. it was like 2019, not long ago, and here we are, <laughs> September 2021. Fast so. forward. Fast forward, man, and uh, I, I don't... God, we got to talk soccer today, and, and World Cup qualifying's in full swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty wild, man. I don't know. I don't even know where to begin with that, but we're back for another week, and yeah. I'm excited for that much, but we'll have to talk about negative stuff as well. And I love being yeah. negative, so...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, we uh, we got to talk about everything
1: that that happened um this past week. It was not fun, but you know, we'll uh we'll figure it out. It's um it was a rough week for Sporting KC obviously. I did not go to plan uh, out in LA playing LAFC, but you know, it's um it is what it is. So we'll talk about that and obviously we'll talk about everything uh, with the U S men's national team. And, and, and dare I say the
2: disappointing results they've had so far, despite what some people might say you on know, Twitter, is that going to get you in trouble on Twitter? Like, are are you allowed to tweet man? Cause you get, you get some, uh, <laughs> you get some people coming your way. And I don't know if that's, I don't know if you should be on there all the time. I was, uh,
1: I was accused of being on the payroll of pro this week because
2: I, Whoa. I once, I once again
1: did, did not think that the red card for Roger was, was totally unwarranted. Now, are these
2: weird uh, like non like twitter accounts you don't never heard of or are these people that supposedly no, a care couple, about of them,
1: couple of them follow me apparently and, and okay. claim to be sporting fans and, and here's the deal and this is what this is what i try you know we'll, we'll talk about this more but sure, i sure. try to be objective and ah, it's wow. tough for fans to be objective and i get it and i'm not gonna sit here and say pro is great at their jobs but I'm also not going to sit here and say there's a conspiracy by pro against sporting Kansas city specifically to continuously ruin our games in favor of every other team. And that seems to be closer to what SKC Twitter feels like at times.
2: Yeah. But- and I, you know, sometimes you do got to step back though. Like it, that was me dude. After our, uh, uh, what was the Na- nation's league, The uh- nations cup well what the hell tournament was that for, we were in for the for sporting or leagues cup uh, is that what leagues, it was? leagues cup maybe leagues i don't cup. know okay and that was me at the end of that game i was so like everything sucks like this is this is terrible and then it's like oh you need to step back and evaluate stuff objectively right And yeah. that's that's kind of what you need to do here with pro at the end of the day it's garbage all around it, right. it is but we're just seeing it happen to us it's just a bad stretch of luck there you know
1: yeah and, and and there's a little bit of recency bias there there there's a few examples that you know and there were, but, but this is the thing i was super i was as mad as everyone else when Kyrie got taken out and ended up in the hospital with like a ruptured spleen or whatever it was that's true
2: um, That was a
1: bad one i was as mad that should have been a red card no ifs ands or buts about it like and that was a missed call so i'm and didn't I'm even get you. a
2: review of any kind
1: I no mean... you can go back and you can see how mad i was but but then you know with the with the remy and and the roger <laughs> red cards i'm like yeah i mean i and and be mad about the inconsistency i totally get it what sure. what i don't like when people are out there is when they're like that's not a red card that happens in every single game and it's like well no it doesn't and 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 that's anecdotal you can people can say that and then they're like prove me wrong and it's like
2: well i'm not going to go back and watch every single game and yeah i don't so, i don't have that kind of time but uh but people i are get mad. that you know we should be mad and and we are going to get into this a lot because there's we will. A lot of goals to break down. None of them are ours. And uh, Tim you know, almost fake punch people. Tim was about to punch people. Uh, Ilya did score. It was a fake goal. Didn't count. <laughs> but that was that was fun. But yeah. uh, we were going to break it down because I I was a I was a hot little potato for a little while of that game. Man, I was. I don't like staying up late mm. and, uh, to watch those kind of games. If it's a if it's a win, I feel so rewarded. I'm like, ah, you're welcome, sport. And I stayed up. Right. I stayed up for that West Coast stuff. Yeah, well, this wasn't West Coast stuff. It was West Coast crap.
1: After the third goal, I wanted to turn it off. I didn't. I watched to the end of the game, but I was like, they
2: they, they don't have it tonight. I don't know that I want to have it tonight then either. Well, so you, you have a podcast, Jimmy. You can't turn off the game because right. then I'll be like, what do you think of this? And you'll be like, didn't see it. That's but, why um, I did not turn it off, but I wanted I, to. I did migrate from the living room to the bedroom after yeah. the third goal. I was like, all right, I'm going to brush my teeth while this game's <laughs> wrapping up here. Have it on the phone. <laughs> I well, I got TV in the bedroom. You're not oh, supposed you to, but I do. <laughs> tv's everywhere man keep it you gotta gotta be available at all times i'm like a regular dish network up in here that's right there you go so then it's, the fourth uh, goal happened and i was like all right it's news time yeah it was
1: <clears throat> it was not great but you know what what is great is we got two reviews this week that we want what? to shout out and review. Those? so yeah you know some weeks we get some some weeks we don't this week we got two the first of which came from harry's Kane as the, <laughs> the username i dig that uh, Subject, awesome. Five stars. Uh, But it says one out of five stars for pronunciation based on the fact that I can only hear Mark Anthony Kaye now. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, five out of five for
2: podcast quality so i dig that i'll uh, i'll own the podcast quality i'm not gonna own the other the, the one out of five you can have that star but i tell you what i still am trying
1: to figure out where in the world i got it in my mind that it was pronounced mark anthony Kaye because that's not a word that i would look at and be like Kaye. that's how you say like i remember specifically saying mark anthony k and then yeah. like when he came on the scene and then i think i heard it must have been a british announcer or somebody you know sure. john champion or or um was john champion i don't not john champion uh adrian healy i think is who i'm thinking of yeah. um and and i was like i think one of them said mark
2: anthony Kaye, and i was like oh that's how you say it and then i just never mm. corrected it trying to get fancy hey hey it, it, there's stuff like that all over the place man travis kelsey telling people his last name is actually pronounced Kels, and it's yeah. like why haven't you corrected that a long time I, ago
1: i also don't think that's actually true i think, think he's
2: just joshing
1: i think he's because his brother was like came out and was like no he said kelsey
2: oh okay so, so his brother's like i don't know where he was raised i'm pretty sure we grew up together
1: i read something that was like people people call him Kelsey as like a nickname so he was like oh. yeah, it's pronounced kelsey and like he was kind of maybe that but yeah i know his okay. brother jason kelsey was like
2: what well let's throw another bomb because it's not remy walter my friend what is it you haven't heard this it's remy voltaire
1: oh is it really
2: Yes, dude. Nate Bucati was talking about it on the podcast, Sporting KC Show, and on the broadcast on Friday. I was not Friday. listening on the broadcast on Friday. I had that volume all the way down. Actually, mm-hmm. no,
1: I didn't have it all the way down. I was trying to get it in English and uh, I couldn't get it. The Twitter app on my Apple TV, I couldn't get it to work. And oh. the goddamn Twitter video stream on the Twitter app on the phone doesn't let you Uh, airplay it up to your apple tv of course unless unless you like mirror your entire phone screen and then it looks all weird and that's lame it's like a phone screen yeah so then i just i ended up watching the spanish broadcast
2: okay well that works too but nate was telling us that he spoke to remy and he says it's pronounced voltaire and i'm like with a Hmm. v and like it wasn't voltaire like a a poet or a a, probably fucking composer or something I, i feel like he wrote books or some shit Voltaire but I'm thrown I'm thrown through a loop I'm just like well I can't just change it because it clearly says Walter on the back of his jersey and when you put a V in front of the W I'm like is he German he's He's not German that's what's
1: confusing to me I
2: took French all throughout school
1: and yeah I could see it being Voltaire but Voltaire that's interesting
2: well uh playwright French writer and playwright was uh Voltaire so I knew it was something to do with the arts. I I know my arts. What are you going to do? There's also apparently a restaurant in Kansas City called Voltaire. Well, here's where I'm confused. Whenever we signed a new player, sporting was always pretty good about putting the uh, phonetic spelling out there. They stopped. They did. Yeah. Because now I'm like, oh, great. So we all just need to be big, dumb Americans and just say it how we want to say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? God forbid, Jose Maury comes out and is like, "Actually, it's Jose Marie," and I'm like, "God damn it!" Now I don't know what's real. <laughs> yeah, it's. We'll talk about
1: Maury too. He, I feel bad for him. <laughs> I feel a little bad as well. <laughs> Did not have the best of debuts, but yeah. Anywho, uh, well, thank you, Harry's Kane, for that uh, fantastic review, and uh, yes. we got a,
2: we got another one too. Another one, dude, from uh, KSU Cat Fan ninety seven. Uh, I I knew you wanted me to read it because it's K-State fan. I'm a KU fan, whatever. (laughs) Uh, It's fine. But they finally logged into their iPad and gave us five stars, but they said nine stars. I'm like, geez, we're just (laughs) getting all the stars, man. They said, did I do it right? Finally decided to pull out the iPad to leave a review. Google Podcast doesn't offer ratings and reviews. We know they suck. Why don't you have an iPhone like the rest of us sheep? All right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This podcast brings joy to my drive for work. I often have to trek between Colorado Springs and Denver. This podcast makes driving an hour each way more bearable. They never take themselves too seriously, but always bring some insight to the games, the lineups, and why Pro is trash. Thanks for everything you cu- you do. Hashtag #skctid. So uh, thank you, cat fan. Absolutely, uh, Denver fan. It's kind of or uh, Colorado, Colorado listener, huh? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Kinda we have neat. we have uh, we have fans from all over the place. So all um, over the place. Well, they're probably just like, what am I going to do? Be a Rapids fan? Like that just sounds bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So unless you're them now and they're, they're sitting in second place with two games in hand. So <laughs> it's uh man, you know, we we've dropped some points yeah. over,
1: uh, you know, the last uh, couple of games, but the good news is we're still only two points out of first place, one point out of second, except we have played one more game than first place Seattle and two more games than second place Colorado. So not
2: a great position to be in if we want that top
1: spot. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Hopefully we'll talk all about it. We'll see what happens. Yep. But, uh, but you know, shout out to everybody who's left us a five-star rating yeah. or a review. If you have not yet done so, please go to Apple podcast, leave us that five-star rating and review. If you don't have an iPhone or an iPad or, or a Mac computer, uh, just find a random person on the street who does. Say, excuse me, can I borrow your phone? It's an emergency, and I'm sure there'll be a nice, you know, friendly person give you your phone or give you their phone, and then you just open up their podcast app, find our podcast, and uh, leave a five star rating and review. There you go.
2: Heck so, yeah, stealing
1: phones—that's how you do it. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> just oh my god, just going to Best <laughs> Buy get on their display phones that are clearly like logged in for demo purposes yeah. and start leaving reviews people go to apple I've stores the system.
1: go to apple stores just open up their iphones find our podcast start leaving five-star rating and reviews
2: is that a thing i feel like that's a thing because they're they're up op- you can operate those phones mm-hmm. they're and those there. macbooks they're there oh my you better see a lot of reviews pop up I, soon. I, I
1: better see a review next week that says this is a review from an apple store iphone
2: you're gonna see a review that you're gonna see a few reviews that says this is from Stan Boozer.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna to go to the the, the Leewood store and just yep. start <laughs>
2: leaving yep. reviews. Stan Boozer. That's oh who it God. is. Or just spell my name backwards. This is a uh, nad rezouk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Nads, um oh God. Autumn is in the air. And the pumpkins are in the patch. And you know what? Our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming. We're back, baby. They signed us again. (laughs) If you know what I'm saying, make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with leaders in male grooming and the brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped. Join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code NOOTHERPOD. All one word. Did you say cuffing season? What is cuffing season? I I mean, is that like, you know, cuff? I I don't. It's in the copy. I read it. It's like cuffing your pants, cuffing your... uh, Is that what it is? I don't know. Is that a thing? Is that a hipster thing? I'm not cool enough to know what I'm reading. I don't oh know God. what that it's, means. It's the
2: cold season when everyone's coupling up. Oh, see, it's look. A Urban dictionary thing, dude. I don't know what that means. I'm not, we I'm not, are hip. not gen I'm Z, bro. I'm old. We got to call in our younger brothers or something to be like, is this a thing? <laughs> I'm old. I don't know what anything means anymore. I am incredibly confused. <laughs> I I've never had to Google such silly situations, no. but uh, as you were,
1: sir. Thank God for Urban Dictionary. Uh, it's time to bundle up with the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, the Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. First off, the new Performance Package 4.0 includes the Lawnmower 4.0. If you're looking to cozy up this fall, this trimmer is essential. The fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin-safe technology, and it gives you the ability to turn on that 4,000K LED spotlight, and it'll give you a more precise shave because it's waterproof. The Performance Package 4.0 includes a weed whacker to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and ears, and the nose and ear hair trimmer uses a 9,000 RPM motor to power the 360-degree rotary dual blade system using proprietary skin safe technology finally you got to seal the deal with those liquid formulations the crop preserver ball deodorant everyone knows pumpkin spiced lattes and ball deodorant go hand in hand and then give your balls a boost using crop reviver manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0 the manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag so Get 20% off plus free shipping using the code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping using code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. Make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped and your balls will thank you.
2: Yeah, I mean, what else are you going to choose? All right, what else are you going to choose? Stop stop using your your wife's razor to to trim your your sack, all right? That's not a, not a good not idea. She's not going to be happy with that, all right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know well there's there's a history there that's there's the sto- a history don't story do time for another day not great man only to shave legs if you need to do that
1: <laughs> uh let's um man we got a, we got a few a few games to talk about none of which are exciting to talk about we got an skc game we had two u.s men's national team games but um let's oh boy. Let's, let's let's i guess dive into this sporting kc game it's
2: um you were optimistic my friend I, as I was i tr-
1: I truly thought we were going to
2: actually go in there and, uh, and and do well. At least a, a, a draw, if not no, possibly no, no. a victory. Even more so when you saw that like 14 of their players were either injured or on international duty or sold. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, how excited were you when you heard that? Yeah. I mean, they have Cal Jennings. Cal
1: Jennings. That's not a real person.
2: Who are Cal, these? Cal, like Jennings.
1: A... Cal Jennings is the bad guy from Titanic.
2: It sounds like a Division two university. Yeah, I go to Cal Jennings.
1: Bryce Duke,
2: USCJ, <laughs> Actually, Cal Jennings. I don't know. You guys got some Cal schools out Cal there. Cal State you know? Jennings. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: No, it works. It's just. I, I mean, I don't know. This was. um you, you look at that lineup, and then you look at the Sporting KC lineup, and it and it was mostly uh, a, a pretty decent lineup. We had the the the, the debut of uh, Jose Mari. So we'll talk about him in a minute because, man, that, that was a, a rough outing for him. And, and it's really not his fault. Uh, but Ilier back at center back uh, sure. with Andre Ufantes, Kyrie Polito, Johnny.
2: This, I mean, this is. Do you feel like Maori should have been a sub, dude? Like, normally when new players come here, they debut as a sub, usually, do they not?
1: Yes. But the problem is Cam Duke wasn't fully healthy. Is that right? Yeah, so there was Cam Duke who was on the field or in in the the substitutes, and then our only other midfielders were uh, Grayson Barber, who he's not really a a six or an eight, and then uh, Jake Davis. So you weren't gonna throw Jake Davis in there to to make his Sporting KC debut against LAFC. At least Jose Mari has some, you know, more, you know, top level experience.
2: Sure, but, but fresh off the airplane as well, man. Has he even had time to stretch his legs? He's my understanding is he's been training in Kansas know, City for a, a little bit, but ask anyone online. They're like, where is he at? Where is he at? And it's like, I don't know. Probably it's, um, government stuff.
1: This definitely didn't feel like this would be a 4-0 game. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, but look, Sporting KC won possession. We got severely outshot 15 to nine, eight to four on goal. Um, you know, we had better passing accuracy, but it's just, you know, the, the, the big, big deal was the red card and we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but it's just, um, you know, if you look at the, the, the passing maps on MLS soccer.com to LAFC was just, much more advanced as well. Like they had their forwards much more advanced throughout the game. Um, We, we just didn't really um, get much into, you know, threatening positions except for the one time where off a set piece, Ilya almost scored and then didn't, but it's um, if you look at the XG for this game, 3.4 for LAFC to 0.5 for sporting Kansas city, 0.5.
2: Jesus dude not good man not good and it's it's just we we never really got going i i was just kind of like man this just this this is rough yeah this is rough i didn't even get a nap beforehand i was like how am i still awake
1: yeah it was I'm bad like, i'm a little bored it was bad and it started in the 18th minute stop me if you heard this story before yep. corner kick set piece sporting kansas city i mean this is maybe a little anecdotal too but i feel like we have let up an inordinate amount of goals off of set pieces just seems like it keeps happening. And uh mama do fall for LAFC just comes in off the at West, of corner and flies above every other, uh, sp- every sporting Kansas city defender, Andreu Fontes can't rise up. And-, and he just puts it into the back of the net with
2: ease. That was so pretty though. Like watching it over and over. I was like, this dude can fly. flew like that was so fun to watch except that it was against the team i love and support right but if i'm an lafc supporter i'm like oh my god that was badass
1: i mean it looked yeah i mean that was like michael jordan and space jam flying through the air yeah i just i don't know it was it was bad fontes couldn't jump up nearly high enough and um that set off a not great tone but okay you get to the end of the first half and you're like that's fine um, it's one zero. We've been here before yes. we can do this. Uh, and, and it, it's all going to be good. Right. Uh, well, 54th minute, this is where it all went off the rails. Um, Roger Espinosa, let me say up top, I believe there was zero intent in what Roger was doing I here. I agree. Zero intent. Um, you know, he, he and Ilya kind of ran into each other. There was a little bit of a, a fumbling of the ball there, kind of a, a miscommunication, if you will. Um, Arango for LAFC gets the ball. Roger kind of, I think this is maybe especially where, where he got in trouble. He grabbed his jersey and pulled him back. And I think because he grabbed his jersey and pulled him back, it, it sort of led to Arango's back leg being drugged behind him. And then Roger steps full on, unintentionally. Yeah. Steps full on full spikes and everything right onto the back of the ankle.
2: Would probably hurt. Definitely hurt a little bit. Uh, But he also I think he I think he went up to Roger at the afterwards as he was leaving and was like, hey, you know, that wasn't a red. It's accidental. I understand. You know, much love to you. It looked like he was talking to Roger. Did you see that? I mean, that's one of those things where it's like. You didn't see them being bros. I felt no. I'm
1: highlighting a very beautiful moment. I know, but I think I feel like it's easy enough to say that after the red's given and be like, hey, man. And then, you know, that's not what I was trying to do. I'm sorry. Whereas if they don't give a red, all all the LAFC players are out there going to be like, what the hell? Like, it's one of those things where you you don't, you know, keep Arango probably doesn't want Roger to be like personally mad at him. Because
2: he'd kill him. And he about (laughs) killed the people that were escorting him off the field.
1: That was weird. He's just like, get off me. Get off me. Kicked a soccer ball and then a security guard, who I assume is a security guard, like, I don't know what he was trying to do, but he kind of stepped in front of Roger and, and then Roger pushed him back. I'm not trying to make excuses for Roger because he's got to have his composure better than that. But, sure, uh, you know, Roger you might be hearing that. Roger might be hearing from the league.
2: OK, what about it? Like what, what? Like money? Fine. Maybe another game suspension. OK, I live in Kansas City. I've been saving my money. My rent's not expensive. I'll, I'll pay the fine. You know? I could see them potentially trying to add a second game suspension for,
1: for kicking the ball and then pushing the, the security guard
2: yes and peter will lose his mind yeah because peter's been very peter's getting fined too there's no doubt in my mind that peter has been fined like quietly right because he said some shit dude and it sounds borderline it sounds like a whiner i i'm sorry but he it's like oh my us and i'm i i get it we're all mad but like it's all it's everybody you know what i mean and i i think I don't know. I feel bad and Peter's listening right now and he's never going to come on the show because he hears me talking bad. I just this is kind of what I was getting to before
1: where um people I don't know. Peter said in this post game press conference. Yeah, he said he didn't mean to do I, it. I've come matter. to the he said, you know, sport something to the effect of sporting case you're getting cards that other teams aren't being given. Uh and and so Look, I'm. I haven't gone back and watched every single card that Sporting KC has been given this year, but what what I will say is, um, Sporting KC have earned 35 yellow cards this year. Only six teams in the league have earned fewer. At least this was as of um, uh, September 3rd. So this was a okay. few days, you know. So we right, have right a lot the of game. yellows. Um, not only six teams have earned fewer, and at the time. 15 teams had earned more than 40 yellow cards. So um, I just, part of me was trying to be like, look, if we're going to say that Sporting KC is getting calls that other teams aren't, that's fine. But I feel like we need to have some anecdotal or more than anecdotal data to, to back it up. Um, yeah. And then someone, someone asked, and it's a good question. Uh, Adam Harbour asked, well, what's the ratio uh, of fouls committed to resulting in cards? And I haven't done the math for everything, but you know, Four teams have committed fewer fouls than SKC, so not a lot. Three of those four teams have more yellows than SKC. So of the teams that have fewer fouls called against them, m- most of them have more yellow cards than Sporting Kansas City does. So it's not like SKC is getting an inordinate amount of cards. Mm-hmm. SKC had committed 229 fouls and earned 35 yellows as of Saturday night. RSL, 214 fouls, so 15 less than, than SKC but they had earned 50 yellows, 15 more than SKC. So Mm -hmm. that Sporting Kansas City are also top 10 in the league and fouls suffered. So that's why I'm just like, I totally get the frustration with pro. Pro is bad at their jobs. Full stop. Pro is not good at their jobs. The referees are not good at calling games consistently, but they are consistently bad for every team in the league. Every team is going to remember the three or four, key moments in games where their teams got screwed but every team has those moments and it sucks but every team has them
2: and i kind of wish since the red card did get reviewed and it became a red in the end it's like shouldn't the referee have been able to see that it was accidental contact that like his foot was dragging and roger wasn't even like but it doesn't matter OK, I get that, too, because on the other hand, if you happen to swing your hand while you're running, boom, hit someone in the face, they go down. That's a red card. Now they have to go down because if you don't go down, you don't get a foul call ever. That's just bullshit. You have to go down and be a bitch about it. If you get hit in the face, that's a red card, whether it was an accident or not. You know? Yeah. I mean, you that, have that's... to roll around, bro. Have you been practicing your rolling? Because no one's going to care about you if you don't roll around on the ground.
1: Well, and I, and I think that is a fair complaint because Kyrie does not ever roll around Kyrie always tries to fight through the 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 foul and and that should not be a consideration when when referees are looking at whether calling fouls or not but 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 i do believe it It is is. it is it It does it does and that's again that's a little anecdotal but donnie doesn't go down either i do believe if a player goes down they're more likely to get the foul call so that's something that pro needs to work on but I don't know, like the way the laws are written and Chad Smith wrote up a whole article where he was citing the, the IFAB rules and everything on, on the Blue Testament. Intent isn't, isn't part of the rule. It, doesn't, it can be unintentional, but still be considered a, a reckless play that endangers the safety of an opponent. So
2: that's Dude. where it gets a little sticky. I love that Peter literally quotes the game film. He says, check the film at 59.25. After they have their free <laughs> kick, we block it out. Kyrie goes up. Latif jumps all over him. We win the ball. Blah blah blah. We get a foul. If anything, it's a foul on them. And I'm just like, Peter had that shit in his notes. You yeah. check that at 59.25 right now. Yeah. No, and
1: I get it. I mean, Latif is one of the worst offenders in terms of flopping and rolling all over the place that I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, he's a little extra, isn't he? yeah so and he was that way when he was with us he was and it was it was tough to root for the guy you're like, ah he's our guy he dances he he's fun you know happy fancy free but then he does that and it's like I don't know do we really like you hey, you know snapchat me or something
1: yeah <laughs> so it's it's snapchat me or something for those who don't know Latif uh, multiple times snapchatted me where and like one, one of the times he was had like a mini mouse filter on his head with no shirt on with no shirt on it was. No, odd. This, just mean,
2: this means he follows you <laughs> like he didn't post it to his story he sent it no, to it you direct to me and you're i guess you guys are buds and you're like well when are we going to galaxy's edge brother
1: i haven't <laughs> spoken to latif since he was here in kansas city except for the two times i've received a snapchat from latif
2: how's he how do you even get your snapchat i wonder
1: i don't know i don't know if i replied to one of his one time and then wow. he, yeah who knows And he's like cool we're friends I don't remember. I just remember opening a Snapchat. I mean, like Latif, blessing. I sent you a Snapchat. And then he was Minnie Mouse, filter, no shirt on.
2: Wow.
1: So that was good times. a
2: good time. A little blast from the past there. That was a few years yeah. back. But after that, that that foul that
1: you just mentioned, um, another set piece. And granted, we're down a man this time. It's a lot harder. But this damn Mamadou fall again, flying over everybody. Perfect header into the bottom right corner.
2: This dude. And who's marking him? You That time? It, the first time was like, oh, that was great. Like he was over everybody, but this time no one had him. And wasn't Johnny like on him on the Johnny backside? was on him behind him, but like okay, so let's put five foot five Johnny on this well, massive beast.
1: That's part of the problem, and two, I'm like, you know, it, it's kind of sucky, but like Johnny is the last man on the line. So Mamadou is like a foot taller than him and in front of him. So the ball, he, like, there's no way Johnny's gonna be able to stop him. But so that sucked. Seventy-first minute, uh
2: Christian Arango, LAFC steals the ball. He's five ten, um, by the way. I, I didn't mean to say that Johnny was five five. He's he's listed <laughs> as five ten, which he seems smaller than that. It's interesting. Yeah, well, when he's standing up against giant defenders, I'm sorry, Johnny. I apologize, my friend.
1: But LAFC again, you know, we turn over the ball in a dangerous area. They easily, Christian Arango, you know, gets it into uh, into the back of the net. um it was after that where we had a set piece and it looked like um, it was actually a really gorgeous free kick from Johnny
2: and Ilya put in the back of the net, but got called for offside. So I don't know how Ilya consistently gets on the end of these headers, That that man, that wasn't a header that was, he actually, it was one timer off of his foot. Oh, wow, okay. So Didn't you were
1: brushing that. your teeth at that time.
2: I was probably, <laughs> yeah. Well, have they scored three goals already at that time? They yeah. Had, yeah. Yes. So I think I was. Yes. Yes, I was. marissa yells and goes (laughs) she goes something happened (laughs) um and i was like what what happened
1: (laughs) yeah no we scored it gets called back any hope i mean there was really no hope of us getting a draw at that point anyway but
2: that was that was officially the end of that when it's two though you feel like you have a chance and then that third one happens and you're just like i don't i don't feel it anymore not at all and then
1: 85th minute um LAFC gets a breakaway you know I think Sporting KC thought that um, this might have been called for offside Um, but it's uh, there was a penalty to Amelia took out uh, somebody I don't know who and um, then LAFC steps up to the spot and Edward Antwesta buries the penalty kick so it's uh, 4-0 that's how the game ends and it kind of sucks. So, it really sucks. It sucks a lot. That was probably the worst sporting KC performance I've watched in a long time. Um, it was not fun, it was unfortunate. Um uh, but yeah, on the red card, P- Peter said it's profiling, simple as can be. It's profiling. That's all I can tell you because it's Roger Espinoza, he gets a red card. Um, I don't,
2: I don't, I don't know. Do you really think the referee was like, oh. Roger Espinoza, yeah, definitely a red card. Yeah, come on. You don't think so, do you? I, I don't think
1: so. But, I mean, also, Roger has the most red cards in MLS history. So, like, that's, that's, I mean, what
2: Roger well, gets red cards. There's a reason. Hey man, that. <laughs> add on to it, dude. Keep that record. Don't let anyone come close to beating that record, my friend. If you're going to yeah. be the best at something, be the best damn fouler you could be. Yeah, I mean, Peter's
1: outside of the the, the assessment on the referees and, and the red card on Roger. He says, "I thought we could have been a lot faster on the ball. I think we were slow at times. Uh, I never would have put someone like Jose Mari in his first game like that with such little time. But right now we're down so many players. We had to. He actually did okay in the game. I think he has good ideas. He's got a good understanding of the position. It's just a shame that the game had to be this way for it uh, for many reasons. So it's you know." Well, I don't know. Tough. I do feel bad. Cause Maury at times looked like he was lost. I don't know how closely you were watching him, but
2: uh, he looked very lost, man. It was, uh, and I don't think it's his, his fault. Like we said, you know,
1: no, it's not his fault. And it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's tough. I mean, every player, uh, was, was pretty mad about the red card um Zusi went out of his way to to mention uh, that he said quote I hate talking about the refs but to me that is not even close to being a red card um Elie said I don't have the words to describe the behavior of a few referees um so it's you know it's uh I don't know it's just tough I just I'm never one to to want to blame referees for for a game like don't put yourself in those situations but it is what it is it sucks
2: it is what it is. That's kind of
1: what it comes down to. So now we uh, we have the Chicago Fire coming in um, to uh, to Children's Mercy Park on, on on Saturday. And the Fire are probably not, you know, one of the better teams that we're going to see this year, although they did just beat the New York Red Bulls 1-0. Um, it's, you know... We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, last time we played them in October of 2020, uh, we drew 2-2. Uh, the couple times before then, we beat them 1-0. So, Chicago Fire coming into Kansas City on Saturday. How are you feeling about this game?
2: Well, I think we're going to be pissed. I think we're going to be mad again and and uh, try to get something done. But if we if we don't keep our composure on that that end, we will get countered and blown out of the water somehow. So it just feels. Feels bad, and being a home game, you kind of assume we'll tie. You know, I hope that's not the case, but you just kind of wonder. I mean, home form has not been great
1: for Sporting KC over the last however many games. I mean, Chicago is not a good team. They're in 11th place in the East, right? They have 23 points through 22 games. Uh, they have a minus nine goal differential on the road. They are one seven and one. So okay. this is this is not a game. Sp- if Sporting Casey loses this game, something is seriously wrong, and it might be time to hit the panic button. <laughs> if we draw this game, it's—I mean, it might not be panic button time, but it's gonna be—it's gonna be extremely
2: frustrating. It'd be very so, frustrating. I don't even think, uh, gosh, but sometimes we have a tendency to play to the level of our competition.
1: We do, we do, and I know that you know, there's still gonna be. People missing, um, you know, we're not going to have Daniel Shallowy. He's going to be still with the Hungarian national team for the World Cup qualifiers, uh, I believe, at least. Um, I, I, I don't remember exactly when his schedule's – but even if he's done with that, like, he's probably not going to be in, in, f- available for selection on Saturday night, I would guess. I might be wrong, but I would guess. Uh, same with Gotti Kinda. So, I don't know. For me, Sporting KC have to go out and win this game by at least two, if not three goals. They need to make a statement.
2: That'd be nice, dude. A real statement win because it uh, – <laughs> I don't know. I'm very skeptical, and I don't want to make any kind of like, you know, prediction or anything because I'm just like it's – things are just weird right now. It's very weird. And, and you know what? Who said – you know, who thought that this would be a, a reason to need Daniel Shallow? I, I just feel like maybe he changes that game a little bit on Friday. I don't know. I mean – yeah.
1: I mean, he's feeling very confident. He made his international debut for Hungary um, on, on Thursday night. And, uh, you know, they they got thumped by England 4-0. But Daniel Shallowy had two shots and he had Hungary's only shot on target in the 80th minute. So uh, he's, he's still making a difference for Hungary, too. So he's definitely one I'd like back. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, we did get a couple of questions, uh sporting k c Daly asked us or he didn't really ask. He just said more. He got set up for failure with Verme starting him on his debut, and yeah, he was kind of
2: set up for failure, but th- I don't know that there was anything else to do. No, I mean, like you said, man, that was their that was kind of their last option. you know they they couldn't put Duke in. He just wasn't that fit right at that moment. yeah, I mean, even Vermee said he didn't want to do it, so yeah, but didn't want to do it to him. And then
1: uh, the fan club says, what are your thoughts on Remy playing an eight? And then the six, which role did he play better? Um, I don't, he's, he's played pretty well at the six. Most of the time, I think I kind of like him there. Um, I haven't, Peter tends to think he's better as an eight now. And and Remy says he likes to play as an eight in, in, in the league. Um, he's just such a different style player than, than Roger or even Felipe. So like, mm-hmm. it's just a, when you put him at the eight, it's an entirely different feel for the team. Right. Absolutely. But I don't know. I just, I, I, yeah. I want more midfield depth.
2: <laughs> yeah. The depth would be fine. I, I think I like him as a, as a, I want to say six more. You know? I think I do too. I don't know. I'm not really sure
1: yet. It's. I mean, it's tough because there's – it's not really fair to him because there hasn't been really much consistency even around him in the lineups when he has played either six or eight because people are so constantly getting, you know, moved around or or injured or called in for national team duty that it's just – it's a real bummer because we started off the season so well and it's just – there's been so much inconsistency and players gone. Right. But I guess that's a little bit of what we were concerned about to start the season, right? Like we talked yeah. about depth being an issue. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know if you look at the uh, the player availability report from last game, EC was listed as questionable. Maybe he can come back and, and play on on Saturday, and then Ilya can, can go back to the midfield. Um, Gadi Kinda obviously out. Felipe Hernandez still out for personal reasons, and then Jalen Lindsay out uh, with injury. So it's. I don't know, man. It's tough. It kind of sucks. It feels it feels bad, man. It feels like a bad time right now. Yeah, it's not great. So, anywho, I do think uh, Sporting KC will. They have to, but I think they will. I think they'll get a big win on Saturday.
2: Okay, dude. I'll hold you to it. That that scares me to <laughs> be on board because things have been things have been weird lately. Yeah, they have. They're not great in their last uh, in their home form
1: as of late. But you know, we'll see. We shall see. Yeah. For sure. Um, let's let's see here. Outside of sporting Kansas City's game, I mean the big games were US men's national team world cup qualifying. We had two games. Uh, did you
2: watch either of these or see kind of uh, recaps or first one would have been
1: El Salvador, when? down in El Salvador?
2: Yeah, so that was the uh I watched the first half. Yeah, and I was like, okay, it's halftime, night night. Um, <laughs> then the last game, uh, I was at I was at the Woso game. So
1: yeah, well, I mean, it just kind of sucks because there was so much excitement going into the World Cup qualifiers this time around. Uh, if you look at uh, even the, the commentators uh, heading into the game, they were like, look at the team back in, in 2017, 2018 when we were trying to qualify. And then look at this team now, like totally different players with Champions League experience, you know, yeah. playing at the highest levels of Europe. And, and then we go down to El Salvador, a team that is like, ranked 7th or 8th in CONCACAF and just looked like we didn't have many ideas and it ends in a zero-zero draw. And I get, I guess, that there's some people, you know, on MLSsoccer.com or or, or writers or whatnot who are like, well, it's really hard to go down to El Salvador and, and anywhere in CONCACAF, CONCACAF on the road and win. But if we're going to be the best team in CONCACAF and we're supposed to be the number 10 team in the world in the FIFA rankings. And this is our time. Don't you think we should beat El Salvador?
2: Yeah. I mean, the, the rankings are, it's just, it's trash. Rankings mean <laughs> nothing, right? Right. Because yeah. we're not playing like it. I, I don't know, man. It just feels weird. I just, I don't know. That, that, I,
1: I saw a lot of people being like, you know, a road is, is, a, is a good, a road point's a good result. Um, even if you look at mlssoccer.com's recap, they were like CONCACAF World Cup qualifying road games can often be like pulling teeth. And and this U.S. group uh, found that out. And, and the away point isn't a bad result. So it's just, it feels like excuses to me. feels like absolute uh, excuses. You're right. So I just, you know, I don't know. I'm tired of, I felt after that game, like, oh, nothing much has really changed. And then we go play Canada on Sunday oh, and, boy. and and all of the excuses are out the window for this game. It's, it's not, a, it's not on the road. It's at home. It's in Nashville. It's in a place that you're used to playing. You had a big crowd. There's like tens of thousands of people there and, and Canada, while better, this is their first world cup qualifying like this far into world cup qualifying in decades. So even though they're good, like there's no excuse and we go out and we
2: draw one, one. I mean, it's just, a draw against Canada, I don't feel like is too bad. I feel like Canada is is tough, you know, but... They are. They're on good. On the other hand, El Salvador is a, a tough place to play. So, like, I don't know, man. I'm not trying to, like, sympathize with the loss or with the losing of points, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch the... Like I said, I didn't watch the whole game. Uh, El Salvador seemed a little little uh, dim, you know, but the Canada game, I, I, I'm sure people have a lot of thoughts on it.
1: Well, I mean, Canada didn't have nearly the amount of chances that um, the United States had, mm-hmm. 11 shots to six. The U.S. outpossessed Canada 72 to 28. But okay. shots on goal, both teams got two. So, you know, if you look at um, the all the advanced stats, if you look at the XG, I mean, it was pretty, pretty close – for both for both teams so it's just um i don't know i just even canada their coach after the game said i felt like there were three points there for the taking at the end and it's disappointing we didn't get it and for canada to sort of have that mentality but the u.s to still just to kind of be coming out of these withdrawals and being like you know we'll figure it out it's that's what's i think the most disconcerting to me
2: yeah why don't we have a better mindset I don't know know. man it seems like it's it's just different you know it's 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 are we expecting to make the world cup this year I mean is that kind of oh yeah
1: the expectation if if we don't make the world cup this year it is probably the biggest failure in the history of U.S. soccer
2: well what about the last world cup that was pretty
1: big it was big but but this this is the this is the generation of players where where they're saying like this is, the, this is the generation of players that are going to take us potentially okay. not just into the round of 16, but to quarterfinals yeah. or even looking forward to 2026 when North so America is
2: hosting. There are expectations here, and it's a, it's a redemption year is what you're mm-hmm. saying. Gotcha.
1: If we get halfway through the octagonal and we're in danger of not qualifying, I think Greg Berhalter will be fired.
2: Yes, I, I, can, I can get on board with that. I agree.
1: And I mean, even look at this quote from Christian Pulisic. He said, we need new ideas at times. Today, we didn't test them enough, whether it was not being direct enough or or not. I'm not too sure, but it felt like we couldn't break them down. Obviously, they defended well, but we just needed some new solutions. And obviously, it wasn't good enough. Isn't that on the coach? I mean, yeah. (laughs) Isn't that on the coach to, to, to... help the team who who's not used to playing together learn how to hey if they're going to park the bus this is what i want you to do this is how we're tactically shifting the strategy
2: Greg just didn't do it i think that would be on the coach absolutely so i don't know i just um
1: overall i'm frustrated with u.s soccer i felt like you know these first couple games there was so much momentum like heading into world cup qualifiers and potentially excitement about what the U S men's national team could be. And now I feel like if you had a chance to g- grab onto some of those more casual fans, like what what are you going to try to tell that? Like, if you have a fan who's like, I'm tangentially interested in U S soccer, you think you're going to convince them to watch now?
2: No, not at all. Things are a little, uh, a little rough right now. Yeah. So I i don't know.
1: I just um we did get an email from one of our, our uh listeners, Garrett Alley, and all it said is, Can you talk about how poor Serginho Dest is? Oh. Well, <laughs> and uh, you know, he did get subbed out of the game. I know you said you were at the Wolso game, but he got beat bad by, granted, Alfonso Davies. It's not like he's a scrub, right? He's a starter for Bayern Munich. It's kind of a monster. But Serginho dest is is you know a barcelona product he's supposed to be some all everything european player too and just wasn't up to wasn't up to par for these two games yeah okay. then we end up with deandre yedlin back there who we all know he, his story he's been around for a while and he's fine but
2: it's just not fun it, it doesn't feel fun right now and I, I guess maybe when they start winning it will be uh
1: maybe i i guess i don't know i mean they they next go to i believe it's honduras um on yeah on wednesday night tonight so 5
2: p.m. kickoff <laughs> well that's it's in honduras right that's not going to be fun
1: right but then is the excuse going to be again okay well hey it was in honduras we couldn't we couldn't get a result so now we have three draws in our first three games man that would be that's
2: not good yeah, they, you know, they're giving people uh, something to talk about.
1: You know, when we last played Honduras in June of this year, we won 1-0. So, there's
2: that, but I just... It's never the same. I mean, these these national team games are never the same. That was in Denver, not even in Honduras. Okay. I think
1: that was part of the Gold Cup, but I don't know. I just... The wind has been taken out of my sails for the U.S. men's national team a little bit. I'm not that excited to watch them on Wednesday.
2: It's, it's tough, man. I'm trying to. I really am. Uh, I just can't watch it with the same anticipation and uh, focus that I would these SKC games, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not fun. So
1: probably more fun than watching a KU football game, though. Uh,
2: no. <laughs> KU's, KU's winning, bro. USA ain't winning. K, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but you know is it shocked when i said that just now it want to know bro yeah
1: but is a 17 14 win over south dakota really something to hang your hat on for kansas
2: football yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes have you been paying attention i mean i i was like you know in no way did i graduate there or anything i'm just a fan but like to see all those kids celebrate that shit i was like good for them like celebrate everything when it comes to that sport and program
1: yeah that's fair enough Fair enough. I, I turned, I tuned in at one point, or checked the score, and I was like, "Uh oh, they might lose to South Dakota."
2: But it was tough, and and but dude, I think they play them like every year, and they just they haven't had a victory in a few years, so it's it's cool. Yeah, well,
1: USC won, but didn't look that great. So my my teams are just doing wonderful right now.
2: Well, it was like when USC was in the tournament. You're like, this doesn't happen very often. So right. I'm like, I'm all in. We're good. You that's know, that's true. That's I'm not true. saying KU football is good. But aim, we also but...
1: beat KU by like 18 points or something in the tournament.
2: Yeah, that was wild. So you that see the Kansas wild.
1: State's uh, you know, student body government. They passed a resolution commending USC for beating KU in the March Madness tournament.
2: <laughs> yeah, we are uh, forever in K-State's head, and I'm not yeah. really sure why.
1: It's hilarious. I don't, like, I don't get Rent free months later. Kind of, yeah. It's really funny. I'll but... never understand. Anywho, man, I think that's uh, that's about all we got for this week. It's, you know, not the most uplifting soccer week, but hopefully next week it's going to be better. We can have a, a U.S. men's national team victory, hopefully, to talk about, and a Sporting KC victory over Chicago. That'd be nice as well. So go check it out. Uh, make sure you check out our store, too, bit.ly.com slash pod, and uh, get yourself some merch. There's sales going on all the time. I think there's a sale going on right now. Go nah, check it, it it's out.
2: It's a Labor Day sale. I think you just... I think people aren't going to know right now. Oh, They're did they miss go. it?
1: Well, there's another here. Hold on. I could tell you exactly. You better exactly. make a tweet
2: right now because this is Monday. Happy Labor Day, everybody. Let people know that, hey, there's a sale.
1: There's a there's a sale. It, it does end on Labor Day, but there's another one coming up in a couple of weeks. So if you haven't gotten your uh, your stuff now, there's there's more to come. So but go check it out. Check out our merch. There's some awesome good stuff on there. Uh, go check it out. Check out hellotushy.com slash no other for 10% off your hello tushy bidet. And uh, yeah, shoot us uh, shoot us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash nootherpod. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at nootherpod, at Dan Couser, at mac 3 Leave us that five-star rating and review. And uh, yeah, if you... Uh, need to get a hold of us you have all those ways and hopefully we will be back next week with a victory pod because it's been a minute but until then he's dan i'm jimmy
2: we'll catch y'all later see ya i take the five stars jimmy gets the one